Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 147 of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here today. Today we have Ace-5 Offsuit. It's exactly the hand you want to have. Well, that's not true. Usually you don't want to have Ace-5 Offsuit because it's very dominated and difficult to play. So folds around to me in the small blind playing 130 big blinds deep. So very, very deep stacked. We are playing 100-200 with a 25 ante, and I have 26,000 chips with ace-5 offsuit from the small blind. The big blind is a local tight aggressive player. So that typically tells me probably an amateur, but eh, you know, you never know. This is a spot where I'm usually just going to limp with my whole range. I could certainly raise, and quite possibly just raising to 700 in this scenario would be a very nice play. That's that's really going to be a good play if your opponent's going to fold a ton. We've actually discussed uh, this blind versus blind scenario quite a bit over at pokercoaching.com. So if you want a full discussion on blind versus blind play, check that out. We're not going to go into that too much in this podcast. So I do limp and big blind checks, which is fine. You know, right here, a lot of people look at this and think, oh, no, you let a random hand see a free flop. But in reality, we needed to win well, less than 25% of the time because there's an anti in play. We need to win like 18% of the time. And if we can limp and see a free flop, we are certainly going to win 18% of the time with our entire range. So that's always a success. And if I raise and my opponent calls, now I'm playing out of position with a hand that's usually going to flop something like top pair marginal kicker as we do this time. Or our opponent's going to fold and he's usually folding a hand that was certainly behind ace high. And, you know, it, it had some equity. He's probably folding incorrectly, but it's not like he's making a huge error by folding. Well, maybe he is making a huge error. I know I sure don't fall very many hands from the, from the big blind when the small blind raises. But anyway, I limp, big blind checks, slot comes ace, seven, four, giving me top pair, bad kicker. I could definitely bet or check call. I think either play is perfectly fine. Pot 625, I would go for a small bet if I'm going to bet. But at the same time, given the pot is relatively small compared to the stack sizes, I wouldn't mind such a large bet. Or I wouldn't mind a larger bet of maybe 400 or 450 because most people are just going to float with any sort of equity at all, like any gut shot, any pair. People are going to call any bet size. So maybe I should make it a little bit larger. I bet 225 into 625, and I think that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But I could certainly see a bigger bet being fine. I don't think you need to start going pot or anything like that, because then you will start making all the garbage fold. And I don't think you want to make the garbage fold. So I get at 225, and the opponent calls. Turns at 8 of diamonds. And now on a 7 4 8 2 diamonds... I decide to check, and I think this is nice. If my opponent has me beat, I certainly want to control the size of the pot. And if I have the best hand, it's often going to go check-check on the turn, or my opponent's going to bluff, in which case I can easily check-call. And um, if we see a river, I can either value bet or just continue checking and look to snap off a bluff. So this is a really good example of a very marginal made hand that we would like to get to a showdown with. And that usually means we're going to put in one or two post-flop bets. The, the plan with this ace-five is usually to put in two post-flop bets, if at all possible, because usually top pair is worth about two post-flop bets. So I check. My opponent bets 500 into the 1,000-ish pot, and I call. Again, very easy call. I'm check-calling with the top pair and the gut shot straight draw. That seems perfectly fine. Rear's a king of spades. I'm definitely going to check now that I check-call the turn. And now my opponent bets 1,500 into a 2,075 pot. So three-fourths pots. <sighs> so how do we feel about this bet? Well, the first thing you want to ask yourself is, which hands could my opponent be bluffing with? And if you think about this, he had to call the flop, right? So if he called the flop, that's usually going to be with hands like 8-5, but an 8 is now middle pair, so that probably won't bluff. 
Hands like 7-6, but 7-6 was a pair, so that probably won't be bluffing. He would have maybe hands like 5-4, and maybe 5-4 would turn into a bluff. He'd also have an ace, of course, and any ace would value bet, right? And interestingly enough, we lose to most of the aces, so that's not a good thing for me. Um, would he bet with a hand like 10-9 of diamonds if he floated the flop with that? I think he certainly would. But notice, there are very few combinations of 10-9 that should be in my opponent's range on ace-7-4, even facing a small flop bet. Um, one thing that we are kind of dealing with here is that my small flop bet should have kept my opponent's range wide, and then when I check, he should bet with the majority of that garbage. So my opponent's range, depending on how he plays, could either be almost entirely hands that beat me, or it could be a whole wide range of garbage. And against someone who I would say is a very just like good thinking player, I think this is a very easy call on the river. The 1,500 into 2,075 river bet is a little bit larger than you would typically see from most players, but I don't think it's anything insane. So against great players and even just marginally good players, I'm definitely going to call here. I think my hand is very underrepresented. I could easily just have a hand like 7-6 and look to fold the river. You always want to make sure you're thinking about what your checking range looks like when you check call the turn and then check the river. You don't want to be in a spot where you're folding that entire range or the vast majority of that range to river bets. Because here, when my opponent bets um, this size, if I fold something like, how often? About, let's call it 40% of the time, my opponent's going to show an immediate profit. And that's not good for me. The way you figure out how often your opponent needs you to fold, well, how often he needs to win, is he needs to win this pot, 1,500 divided by 40, uh, divided by uh, 3,600 which is 42% of the time. So he need, if he steals this with his bluffs 42% of the time, that's bad. So actually that means I, I said the wrong number just a second ago. I need to defend the, I get one minus 42%, which is 58% of the time. So that's what I'm doing if I'm trying to be unexploitable. And certainly top pair here is going to be well within the top 58% of my range, right? Hands like 5-4 and 7-6 are near the bottom of that portion of the range. So those hands could probably be folded. But... If you told me this was a tight, aggressive local, typically tight, aggressive locals are not going to float the flop with 10-9 of diamonds. They just, they're going to fold to any bet, even if it is a tiny bet. If they have 10-9 of diamonds on the turn, they may not even bet with a straight flush draw. They should, but they may not even bet with that. And then on the river, are they really going to try to bluff me off of what is clearly some sort of a made hand? I would venture to say no. So all in all, I actually would not hate a fold here. I don't think a fold is great or anything like that, but... You could convince me that it's fine. And if I'm playing live poker, which clearly I am, because I say this is a tag local, right? If I'm playing live poker, I could very easily see this being a fold if I get the read or the vibe that my opponent really likes his hand. And, oh, reads are a tough thing to say, especially when we're just using a hand replayer. They're, they're a hard thing to, to analyze. But there are certainly spots where you can just tell your opponent likes his hand. And if your opponent just likes his hand, what does he really like here? Well, it's going to be two pair or something like, eight seven and against that range i think you just have a pretty easy fold so i can see myself going either way i think my standards definitely to call here but this time i did fold and we moved on to the next hand and uh, kind of an innocuous hand but i definitely think this is something that a lot of the best players do they will find folds in scenarios where many other players will not and it's not like i said i'm not folding here every time by any means i'm probably calling in this spot on the river 85 percent of the time or more but that 15 percent of the time you know if you make a right fold you just save that river bet, and that 1,500 chips will certainly add up to a reasonable amount in the long run.
So that's going to be it for this hand. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, again, we discuss blind versus blind strategies a lot over at pokercoaching.com. You can go there and get a free seven-day trial where you can have access to all the quizzes, the past webinars, and um, you can even try out the next homework question. So check that out over at pokercoaching.com. Thank you very much for watching, and be sure to check back next week for another educational poker hand.